Hello, my lovely. This is the Anxious Entrepreneur Podcast, and I am Carrie Lemansky Straub, the chief weirdo around here. What I know to my core is this. Women with anxiety create some of the most incredible businesses on the internet, and that it also comes with unique challenges. This podcast is designed to give you business mentorship and strategies, plus anxiety tips and tools as well. I'm just like you, and I have so much to teach you. And sometimes I'm even funny and full of sweary sarcasm. So if that is your jam, please subscribe, rate on Apple, and come back every Wednesday for the latest and greatest. Now let's get to the show. Hello, my lovely. It is me, Carrie, your favorite chief weirdo. How are you? I hope that this week has been going good for you so far. It is the middle of the week. That's usually when they drop, unless you're listening another day, another time. Um, Hope everything is going well. So one of the things I tend to find is that the podcast episodes come to me from having a conversation with somebody or I'm having an interaction with someone and an idea hits me. And this hit like a ton of bricks and I was sitting in my car and I'm just like furiously like writing notes down Um, because this isn't something I usually talk about or am pushy about, Um, but I think it's something that people need to understand about starting and building and then scaling a business. And so what I'm going to do is start sharing with you why investing in your business and yourself ultimately becomes a requirement if you are going to start a business of some form, especially if you have a business you want to start that is a long-term, like this is like you're, you're following that passion. You're following that, you know, North Star and you want to make this into something that's long and sustainable. So That's what I'm talking about today, but I'm going to tell you why I am, I'm speaking this way with you today about coaching specifically. So if you'll just, just stick with me, I got your back. (laughs) Okay. Um, because I'm going to connect all of the dots for you as I go through this. So I don't know legally what I'm allowed to say, but we're going to call this place the, we'll call it Mickey D's. You all know what I'm talking about. Okay. So to open a Mickey D's, it requires a total investment of 2.2 million. Like I've done the research on this. I've looked up the numbers. There's a range, but it's around 2.2 million. Depends on where you are, um, where the property is located and things like that. But just to give you an idea of what it takes to open a business with a brick and mortar. And not only that, they have to have liquid assets available in the sum of $750,000. So not only do they have to do the initial investment of $2.2 million, they have to have liquid assets available at any given time that they can go and take out of of $750,000. So that's the investment piece. So next, let's say I looked up statistically the average owner of a Mickey D's 
makes $150,000 a year. So if you are to do the math, take away the capital, the $750,000, just the 2.2. At 150000 income per year. That means it takes 15 years for that person to make back their original investment. Are you with me so far? This is starting a new business. We're not talking about in the online space because I'm about to go there. But this is what I want you to understand about starting a business. And when I tell people these statistics, they're like, what? Because <laughs> we're so used to dealing with different numbers in the online space. Um, or, you know, like we're not looking at huge corporations and things like that. But I, I really wanted to give you an idea of what, as a franchisee, if somebody wanted to open a Mickey D's, what the cost is and how long it takes them back to just get their initial investment back. That's 15 years. That's a long time to get back their initial investment. Now, let's talk about business in the online space. Say you want to create a business from the ground up. You have an idea. It's fantastic. You have no idea how to execute it, but you start little taking little baby steps towards creating it. There is going to be a point, though, where you get to the, the, this space where you're like, okay, I want to grow this bigger, but there's only one me. I don't have a lot of time. I need somehow to get time back. I, I don't know what to do. I want to hit six figures, etc. Maybe that isn't you. Maybe that isn't what your goal is. Maybe you have just a certain amount that you want to earn and that is perfect for you, whatever that dollar number is. But let's say you're a person who wants to go six figures plus. You have to invest and you have to understand that with entrepreneurship comes some internal work. It's like a side, little side helping of what you get when you start a business. Everyone, you know, growth mindset and things they need to work on. Those are a side effect of owning a business, working on your mindset, working on yourself as a human being, because going from where you are to where you're going, there's things in between that you may not have foreseen. You know, maybe having six figures all of a sudden is like, whoa, I had no idea this is what it takes. I didn't know you know, X, Y, Z about taxes, or I didn't know X, Y, Z about this or that, or the other thing. Like there's things that you may just not have known. Why? Because you hadn't been there yet. And could you get to six figures alone by yourself with zero help, a team? Of course, it's possible. But how, But the cost is, how long is it going to take you? And at what cost is it going to be to your mental health, your time freedom, time with your family, and having this little thing called joy? <laughs> because we don't want to live a life that's just bland and joyless, and all we're doing is swimming or drowning in this business that we wanted to create, that we were so in love with, and all of a sudden we're feeling very different feelings about it. So here's something you may not realize. Major corporations pay strategists, strategists and business, business coaches and mentors for their employees. I did some research around some larger corporation and the average 
was about 70% offer executive coaching. And I even found numbers upwards of 88%. So I looked in a bunch of different, um, at a bunch of different data. And here's what I came up with. And even looked at Fortune 500 companies. And we'll call them trusted advisors, but coaches, mentors, etc., are used by people like the CEO of Pfizer, CEO of eBay, CEO of Charles Schwab. These are Fortune 500 companies, right? They're not doing it alone. They have people they're bouncing things off of who are helping them make choices, make decisions. Ultimately, their decisions are theirs, just like ultimately the decision is yours. But they have people around them who are helping them. And as anxious human beings in business, whether it's high-functioning anxiety, it's high-functioning anxiety from ADHD, it's no matter where the high-functioning comes from, we have this belief that we have to do everything alone. And I've talked about that several times. But we have this belief that we have to do everything alone and that asking for help is like, like I said last episode, <laughs> you know, it's like we'd rather poke our eye out than be like, I need help. I know that was me. I thought, oh, I'm just going to do this all myself, all of it, everything. No big deal. Oh, wrong answer. That was, I was so wrong. Man, I was so wrong. <laughs> so let me explain a little bit about what mentorship does. It helps you shorten the time that it takes between point A to point B by working with someone who knows the pitfalls and they can also see your blind spots because you can't see them. We can't see our own blind spots. That's why it's called a blind spot, right? So maybe you are stuck at a certain income level and you can't get past that or there's something missing. Something's holding you back. Something's in your way and you can't figure it out. Finding a good mentor or even a coach, because those I, we've talked about those being two different things. I actually do both with my clients. I coach and mentor. Coaching is holding space and listening to the emotional pieces of it. And mentoring is more like giving different options and telling different ways that they could go about doing things. I do both of those things in my, in my coaching and mentorship. So it's kind of like a blend, right? Because I'm working with people with mental health concerns as well. So I felt that having that as a hybrid was really important. But a good mentor will help you find the problem and help you unfuck yourself so that you can get to that next level. And this is not a podcast episode about hire me, hire me, even though I think hiring me is a rad idea (laughs) because I can actually help you unfuck yourself. But what I'm saying is find someone you vibe with that have testimonials about from, from clients that have worked with them. I have a few. I even have one who's willing to like talk to people in person to tell what their experience was like. But what I'm saying is find somebody that has a vibe that is like a full body fuck yes for you. If it's not a full body yes for you, you may not have found your person. Keep looking. It could be me. It could be someone else. It could be more than one person. You could have one person for one thing and one person for another thing a little bit down the road. My advice is that if you find that person and you're not quite at the level where you can afford to either like maybe be in their mastermind or be in, in 
something they have, get in their world, follow them on Instagram, devour their podcasts like you're eating like the best cake you've ever tasted in your life. Get on their Facebook groups, network with them and the people that are in their world because you will probably vibe with those people too. And networking is huge when it comes to owning a business. There are some coaches who offer what's called an intensive. You could even possibly take them for I hate saying this like we're cards, you know, but take their skills for a test drive. Some people will do like a mini VIP day or a one-on-one intensive where they can look at your business big picture and give you the next few steps. If you're stuck in a certain area, they may help you just on that one specific area, help you get unstuck in that area. And that can be a massive, massive help, right? But for fuck's sake, make the move. Make the move. Get in their world somehow. You're going to have free options on how to get into their world in some way. Start there. That's what I did. I started soaking up a bunch of information. And then I hired my first coach. And then that's how I found my business besties that I can bounce things off of. And then I found a coach who had a mastermind I wanted to be in. It was a phenomenal decision. So was my initial coach. She was a phenomenal decision. And every step I've taken along the way has been because I've needed to be in rooms with people who were at higher levels than I was so I could understand where I was going and what it was going to look like. Because when we haven't experienced that, we have no idea what it looks like. What that 100,000 looks like, what that 250K looks like as an owner. We don't always know that. So I've given this example before, but when you're building a business, let's say it's a brick and mortar, do you find the building, open the doors and say, come on in? No racks, no display, no cash register um, to even take payment. Just, hi, come in. It's me. Hi. No. You have to invest in the products that you're going to sell and the displays and you want to have what's, what's the vibe you want to have in your, in your, um, you know, in your brick and mortar. And how's it going to feel when someone walks in, right? Like those are things that people think about when they start that. Well, guess what, honey? <laughs> you're the brick and mortar. You're the brand. It's a lot more nowadays than just this pillar, this pillar, and that pillar. It's who are you and why would I want to work with you? Who are you as a person? Do we have things in common? Can I see myself next to you getting help from you that will actually help me? Or do I like not believe a word you're saying? (laughs) You know, you'll get those vibes. You'll find those people. You'll find those people who you're like, oh my gosh, I have to follow them and listen to every single solitary word they say. And you'll be repelled by other people. Take the hints. Stay away from the people you're repelled by and lean in to the ones you're like, hell yes. But you're the brick and mortar, you're the brand. And the sooner you realize that, that you have to invest in some capacity at some point, the faster you will get to six figures and beyond. Because what happens with coaches and mentors is we've been in pitfalls, we've been in the holes, we've seen the potholes, we've seen the things that can go wrong, we've seen the things that can go right. And we can help you jump over 
something or bend time or, you know, collapse time, make it quicker to get there. And there are people who are in corporate America who are paying exorbitant amounts of money because what they want is the money for them is not the issue. It's I want to get from here to here. And this is how I have to do it. And I need guardrails and accountability. And that's really what a mentor and a coach is, is somebody who can give you guardrails to keep you kind of like between two places so you you know where you're going. Because with high functioning anxiety and a brain that goes like ours does, and I'm manifesting generator. So add that to the mix, you know, there can be a lot going on. But what I found was the coaches who worked best that I worked best with gave me guardrails and a few, the few next steps. And I knew where I was supposed to be going. And then I had accountability because I had to come back and say, yeah, I did that or nope, I didn't do it. And here's why, (laughs) you know, I had somebody to be accountable to. And like I said, I tried to build without having a coach until I realized that I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I had built a couple of accidental businesses over my lifetime. Like I've said, I've been a business owner for about 25 years, but I just happened to get lucky at being good at the things that I built. And this business is very different because it has been fully intentional. And I started out having more intention when I gained my first coach. That was one of the best things that I did for myself because I didn't think I was worthy of investing in me. But if you're the brand and you're not putting up the right, you know, you're not setting up a way to get paid and you're not setting up your display and you know what I'm saying? You're not, in other words, being you and talking to people and showing people who you are and what you're about and gaining that know and like factor. Because people will know if they like you or they don't like you right away. Like, that's the great part. If you're not for them, off they go. Or if they make a nasty comment, they make a nasty comment, you delete it, on you go. (laughs) You know, I haven't had that happen to me. I've been very fortunate. But I do know that people like that exist out there because they just can't help themselves. They want to be heard for some reason. Something happened with them where they didn't feel heard, so they had to make their opinion known. And you don't have to do anything about that. You can just delete block. And you've heard me say that a lot as well. (laughs) But what I want to kind of close in is I had mentors in the other businesses that I started, and I didn't really realize that what they were were mentors. And probably my first one was the biggest one because there are things I do today, still today, that I learned from him. Ways of how I relate to other human beings and even some of the way that I, some of my vernacular and how I say things are because, you know, I learned from somebody who was one of the best. And over time, <laughs> it's everything I've done is still help, you know, tried and true, and is is such just part of me and who I am, you know, who I am as a person. So I started invest. So so having had that mentor, and now let's fast forward a little bit. I started my investing, and then things ha- started happening for me more and more. 
when I started investing in me, opportunities that hadn't been there before started coming to me. And networking that hadn't happened before started happening. Why? Because I was putting the energetics behind what I wanted, behind what I wanted to become by investing money in my quote-unquote brick and mortar known as my brain. And here the fuck we are. So what I wanted to share most with you today is that if there's somebody that you dig, get in their world in some way, shape, or form and learn from them. Find your business besties. Learn from them. But eventually, you're going to have to invest in yourself and you're going to have to invest in your business. If this is something that's long-term, long game for you, like we're talking, you're making a career out of this. Like for me, this is full-time what I do. This is not like just something that I'm doing for now. Like this is a real, I'm building a true real business, right? And I'm not saying anything about other people. I'm talking about me, myself, what I'm doing and what it has taken me and what I've needed to finally understand in order to really get a little bit more serious about the trajectory of where, where I wanted it to go. And I got bold about it. And I took really hard action. I put my money where my mouth was. And I started investing in good coaches. And I invested in different coaches because one gave me one thing, one gave me something different. You know, the few that I've worked with have each given me something different. And then I got to a point where I like trust myself and I get to take off the training wheels and now I'm just getting to be me. It's freaking awesome. <laughs> Once you figure out, like you learn the bits and parts and pieces of, of like how to run the business and your systems and all those things. Um, that you put into place, and then you just get to turn around and have fun and be yourself and enjoy what you do and love it and really be in the parts that you love so much that just fill your heart and fill your brain with joy. <sighs> I cannot describe to you how it feels. It just really feels, yeah, I can't describe how it feels. I'll try. Um, I feel so fortunate that I get to wake up every day and serve women who struggle with their minds and I get to show them what's possible. Why? Because I've gone first. I'm not sitting here to telling you to do something that I haven't already done. And I'm not ever going to tell you to do something that I'm not going to do first. So if I invested in me, if I'm asking you to invest in you in some capacity, that's because I've done it and I know what it looks like on the other side and how much it's helped. And I'm not here to, to convince you of anything. I just want to put this bug in your ear and help you understand that this is an important piece if you intend to grow an intentional business that you want to get to six or seven figures or beyond. Because that is available to you. You may not believe that while you're hearing me right now. But it is. I've watched it happen. I see it happening all around me. And I know what's happening for me too. And so I just want you to know you're allowed to believe in the big things that you think are unfathomable. 
believe in them anyway. Watch what happens. It's pretty fucking rad. But invest in yourself because that's truly all what you're doing. You're the product. You need to invest in you so you can have that long-term awesome growth and that time freedom and a brain that is healthy and a business built around that. So with that, I'm going to leave you with all of that today. <laughs> a lot to say. Um, but thank you so much for being here as always. I am so grateful for my time with you. I love having our little almost like a coffee chat. Um, it just kind of feels like a cozy talk. And I would love for you to get on my newsletter. I have um, started making my newsletter more like a love letter where it's a, a conversation just kind of like this. So if you have an opportunity to jump on that, it's really fun. I send it out weekly and just have a little chat with you too, kind of like this. And I am so grateful for you. I see you. I love you. And I'm rooting for you always. And you are my favorite group of weirdos. I will talk to you next time. Bye. Wow, you're here at the outro. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Anxious Entrepreneur. I appreciate you so much. And if you have a question or there's something you heard today that really struck a chord about this episode, shoot me a DM on Instagram or send a message through my website. It's listed in the show notes. Also, if you are loving this podcast, can you please leave me a little love note on Apple in the form of a review and a five-star rating? It's just a little bit to ask. It'll help me get this podcast out to more women who are just like us. Be sure to subscribe, like, and share, and all that jazz. And I'm so happy that you came today. I cannot wait for you to come back each week for a brand new episode. See you next time. Bye.